Hey, thank you for joining me today on Hope for Heroes Texas. This is Brad Cornell, where we serve those who serve us as they carry the weight of the badge. It's gonna be a long one, another graveyard shift. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, Brad Cornell, Hope for Heroes. Here we are again with another podcast, The Weight of the Badge. You know, we don't realize just how heavy that badge gets sometimes when these officers are out there protecting us, and they take that weight of the badge very serious. When they start, when they come to work, they know they're out there to support the public and to do what it takes to, to uh, what it takes to keep us safe. And so we're so blessed today to have a uh, one of our own right here in Bernie, Texas, with the Bernie PD, and he's just a super guy. He is a he's a uh, he is a pillar in the community. He's come a long ways from when he started in the high school, getting out of high school, going to a, going into the uh, correction <laughs> correction. Here you are, young guy. You go into the prison system, and we're going to talk about that prison system a little bit. What it's like to be in the prison system. You got all these these uh, inmates that you're telling what to do, and you're only 18, 19 years old. Then, of course, he just kept rolling. Came into Bernie, Texas, and uh, he did a few stints here and there on law enforcement. But then we were so blessed to have him come to Bernie. He's been in uh, Kendall County, and uh, now he's 10 years on the force at Bernie PD. He's worked all all through all kinds of different areas, from detective to street patrol to you name it. And uh, he's been here 10 years, the Bernie PD. He's got a wife and three kids, uh, ages 8 to 13, which is always kind of scary when you're thinking about a wife and three kids when you're out here on the streets. You know, Bernie's growing. Bernie's getting... Um, a little bit crazy this last year. In fact, this just a few weeks ago, and we have all these different events happening up here, parades and all that. You can see a difference. People drive their cars like they stole them. So, you know, it's been kind of wild. But, hey, if you want to, you're going to need to come to an event up here at the Bevy Hotel. We're at the Hope for Heroes greeting. You get a chance. Go on to HopeForHeroesTX.org. Put in your, your, uh, your email address, and we'll alert you when we're going to have the next greeting and you need to be there 9 30 man free breakfast tacos and uh, coffee and the officers come from austin or san antonio right around nine uh, ten o'clock they show up but you'll have an incredible time but without further ado let me just say that i'm so blessed and honored to have lieutenant chris walk with me today and like i said he's a, he's just a great guy even he comes to our church. He's a security for our church on Sundays a lot of times, and he's done so much, and I'm honored and blessed to have him today. So welcome, Chris Walk, Lieutenant Chris Walk. Good to Thanks, see you, Brad. sir. Appreciate you having me over. Well, thank you so much for coming. And, um, man, I'm excited you're here. I'm excited that you're always – it seems like I see you a lot. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I see almost every Sunday. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. <laughs> but you're out there doing your thing. And so, man, I'm glad you came on this morning. And I want to just get some information and just kind of share with people. You know, we're just civilians out there. And we don't realize how you're called to do what you do. And when you are, all what you go through. So what was it like? So here you are. You're 18, 19 years old. And you decided you wanted to get a high school and go into <laughs> The prison system down in Hondo, see? Yeah. yeah. So what was that like? Well, I mean, that was, you want to talk about culture shock, you know, uh, 18 years old and going to work, something like that, and having to boss around guys that are two or three times your age. Uh, it's, it's a pretty intimidating uh, job to do um, and a pretty scary environment, that's for sure. Yeah. What, what did you learn from it? Uh, you know, you learn, uh, you learn how to talk to people. That's probably the biggest thing. I think, uh, I think that really helped, you know, get me prepared for patrol side of things is you just kind of in a controlled environment, you get to learn how to talk to people, talk to adults, you know, and how to interact with people and 
de-escalate situations and things like that. It probably is because inmates they have nothing to lose if they you know they get you tell yeah. them what to do and it's like what do you do put me in prison? Yeah, and so that's that's really interesting. So you were there for a couple of years. Yeah, uh, a couple of years there, and then uh, decided to get in the county jail side of things and. Uh, did a couple of years in Kerr County before coming to Kendall um, and worked there for about five years and left as a, I was a sergeant. Like any jail. system, does, does is it different in Kerr County than it is Kendall? Or is it pretty much yeah, all they, the same? The, I guess the inmates, you know, are basically the same. The way you interact is the same, but every, every facility kind of has their own way of doing things. So you got to kind of uh, be able to acclimate to that and kind of, you know, every sheriff has their way that they'd like things to run. And, you know, it's very similar. A lot of, you know, it's pretty consistent across the board, but there's some little differences. Yeah. Okay. And so you take off from there and you go to the, uh, the police department. Yeah. Yeah. Came here, uh, in 2012, um, was on patrol for about, about a year and a half. Uh, and then I, uh, tested for detective and made that and was detective for about four years. Um, and then I was just really trying to learn as much as I could about the department. So, Took a position as a school resource officer over at Champion High School. Did that for a couple of years um, before getting promoted to sergeant, going back to patrol, and then um, did a brief stint as the uh, dispatch sergeant before getting promoted to lieutenant. And now I supervise the criminal investigations division. Which is your favorite? What you're doing now? Because you're up the ladder. You know, I, I always enjoyed investigations. Um, you know, it's, I think that's where I, I feel the most comfortable. Uh, yeah. At times, it's just kind of something I've always kind of had a mind for and, and enjoyed doing. Now, do you make that decision to, or does the department say, okay, you've been a detective long enough? I mean, do you, is it just part of stand to continue to grow? You know, uh, I mean, it, I, I could have, I could have just stayed oh. there and done that, you know, as long as I, I guess as long as they wanted me to, <laughs> to yeah. do it. But, um, you know, I knew, I knew that if, if, if you really wanted to promote and kind of grow in the, in the field, you really need to learn as many aspects of it as possible. That makes sense. So I really wanted to learn as much about the department in the city as I could. Yeah. yeah. So you've been married for six years. Yes, sir. Okay. And you're, yeah. So your little wife, would she, how'd you guys meet? Yeah. Uh, my wife is actually was a dispatcher for Bernie PD. Um, so she, she had a pretty good idea yeah. of, of what it would be like to, uh, you know, to have, have, have someone that was in the field. So it wasn't as much of a shock for her. I guess you guys were talking all the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. dispatch. Yeah. I saw her quite a bit. <laughs> well, great. Yeah. And your kids, eight and 13, mm -hmm. they're obviously doing well. Yeah. It's doing good. Yeah. Well, good. Well, how, tell me how, here we are in Bernie, Texas. Mm -hmm. Folks, if you don't know Bernie, it's just a neat little town that's growing by leaps and bounds. Yeah. So what's it have, what have you seen change in the last 10 years? Oh, really? Uh, the size, you know, construction everywhere. Um, you know, we've got a big influx of population and uh, businesses and everything. Uh, it's just growing like crazy. Um, you know, we love the we love seeing the city thrive. We love seeing all the, the development, but uh, it, it is definitely getting more congested. A lot, a lot of uh, just a lot of people in on a daily basis. Yeah. Do you yeah. see a lot of people from other from other states moving in? Yeah, we see a little bit of that. You? Um, you know, I, I I haven't been on patrol in a while, so I don't get to interact with a, as many people on the street as I do. But um, from the ones that I do talk to, we do see a lot coming from California, places in the West Coast, uh, coming out here and, and uh, you know, trying to, you know, enjoy the, the hill country, hill country. life. Yeah. Do, do your officers tell you, that, I mean, do you, do you see the respect that, you know, Texas has respect for our mm -hmm. officers. Do you, when you see people come from other cities or States, do you see yeah. the same respect or do we need to give them a tune up? Uh, you know, I think I do. Uh, you know, as far as my, my experiences with them, I, I see, oh, I see a lot of the people, 
that we, I think the city attracts a lot of people that are, that are coming to experience something, not necessarily try to change yeah. the, the place they're coming from. Uh, I see it as more, you know, California refugees coming here. <laughs> yeah, so I just escaped there. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. So we do, uh, you know, just from what I've seen, I, I see a lot of, definitely a lot of respect yeah. when we interact with the public. So what do you, you know, what do, I said, so what do we see as our main incidents around here now? I mean, I know there's, it just seems like there's just so many people and I know that, you know, but, and they drive their cars like yeah. they stole them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, that's, that's an issue. I mean, that yeah. is an issue. Um, you know, I think, the, I think the big thing that we, we fight is, uh, is property crimes. You really? know, we just have a lot of that, you know, burglaries, uh, vehicles, homes, things like that. Um, you know, I think that really thefts from your stores. Yeah. Anytime we, we, you know, we add a new business in here, that's another potential target for yeah. you know, theft and whatnot. So, so what about the border? Like, you know, we, we're so close to, you know, only like 80 miles from the border. Do yeah. you see anything? Are we being affected at all that way? Or Yeah, I think, I think we definitely are. Um, I would say in the time that I've been here, um, you know, seeing a lot of stuff coming in off of I-10, you know, anytime you got a major highway runs yeah. across, you know, multiple states. When it comes through your town, you're going to get some stuff off of that. And obviously that one, I-10 running all the way out to the border. Uh, you know, we definitely see some trafficking of, you know, narcotics, yeah. uh, unfortunately some human smuggling, stuff like that. Uh, I've seen that kind of grow over the last 10 years. I don't, I don't think it's really going away. No, I don't think it's going either. But you know, what's so amazing is when you, you know, you guys, like, so we're such a small town, which we're really not that small anymore. Yeah. But, I mean, it just seems like it's just a stop off or a drop off for yeah. people because you see different, what? What can us? What can the residents do? I mean, here we are in Bernie, Texas, and everybody's talks about yeah. it. But what can we really do for our officers and for? I mean, I'm not saying just being nice. Yeah. I guess, but is it? What do you guys look at? That's one of the biggest challenges on the police force. You think? I mean, I wish these civilians <laughs> like Brad would do what? Well, you know, I think one of the biggest things, and we've we've discussed this in the past, uh, uh, at least over the last ten years, quite a bit, is. Simple things like locking your doors. You know, I, I I understand that. I know Bernie's one of those small towns. It's always been a small town, and we always hear we talk to people. Man, you know, I, you know we never had to lock our doors. You know, and well, you know, Bernie's still a great town, but obviously a lot of those issues are are hitting us. So you know, locking your doors, you know, turning your alarms on. Those are just things that yeah. really will prevent you from being. People a really don't lock their doors. I mean, is that nuts? You know, even nowadays, uh, yeah. <laughs> We, we still see it, unfortunately. Really? Yeah. Oh, so. man. I mean, yeah. The way I remember that, you, you know, we never used to lock our doors. We yeah. never had airbags or seatbelts either. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. you know. Unfortunately, yeah, you know, got to got to evolve with the times. And, you know, like I said, overall, burning is still a very good, safe place to live. But, you know, we, we really encourage people to, you know, take take a look at, uh, you know, some of the things that, that are facing us. And, you know, if you can lock your doors and do anything you can to prevent yourself from being a target. That, that definitely helps us a lot. Yeah. So as you, as, is your force growing? Oh yeah. We getting a bigger police force. Yeah, we now? are. We are. Uh, I know we've added, we've, you know, done a pretty good job of adding police. Um, I think the city might be growing at a faster pace than we are. Uh, yeah. And that's, that's kind of, uh, that seems to be typical of everywhere. It's, uh, you know, when, when you have the kind of, uh, influx that we've had of growth here it's it's going to be difficult to keep up with that yeah well i know like in the last year or two i know there's been some murders and there's been some mm -hmm. 
there's been some, you know, I didn't even know we had a SWAT vehicle till I saw it out <laughs> behind your building the other yeah. day. It's like, I didn't even know yeah. we, I kept thinking, why don't we, why don't we have one of those incredible <laughs> SWAT? We do. Yeah, we do. We've got some horsepower in town, man. Yeah, we do. Um, city's done a real good job of keeping us, uh, you know, equipped and, and, you know, up to date, a lot of modern technology. And uh, that's something I think the city has really taken uh, taken very seriously and, and helped us helps us do our job since the uvalde uh, incident what have you seen happen in town what have we done what has bernie and saranga done different as far as um you know i the thing about uh, bernie it's interesting because you know like i said it in my time as a school resource officer and obviously been with the department for quite a while and what i've seen is is bernie continuing to do all the things that they were doing anyway. Oh, you know, okay. We we were really we've always been our, our department's really been big on training and uh, staying on top of you know current issues and the needs of the community. So I didn't really see any areas where we needed some kind of dramatic overhaul in the way yeah. of something like Uvalde. Um, you know, we really really just uh, continued to put the emphasis that we do on training and being prepared. And, and I think that's really the way to go at schools. We always had security yeah. seems like pretty good in schools. Yeah. Yeah. Schools are, you know, a big thing that's going on now, of course, is, you know, the statistics are like a person like me, a, you uh, just a civilian, will see two to four, say major tragedies a year, but police officers and first responders, of course, you guys see four or 500 of these yeah. and mental health is a big deal. The suicide rate is ridiculous with police. It's just terrible. I mean, mm -hmm. you've had six of them in the last few months just in san antonio and i mean it's been some it's been some bad stuff so what do you see i know that there's been some initiatives in in bernie that i i'm trying to get involved in and try and help for heroes to do yeah. more about what do you see on the mental aspect of what we're doing in bernie or what what's needed yeah so for the officers you know uh obviously as you said i mean that's a that's something that that uh, affects all of them, all of us, you know, in, in whatever area of the, the department you work in. But yeah. um, the city's done a real good job of uh, staying at the forefront of some of the mental health uh, side. We've really, I'd say in the last two or three years, we've really kind of turned the corner to really put that as a, a, a priority. Uh -huh. And, uh, you know, we have our mental health officers, uh, Officer Foley, she's, you know, really oh, yeah. spearheading that. Sure. And uh, that's really been a been a big boost for us not just for the community but you know for the officers uh and at yeah with the department that may need some assistance with something um so we're really kind of pushing in that i know the city's uh you know gotten us some uh some tools and things uh for uh us to reach out to for help so that's really yeah because you know i was i was listening the other day to, to uh they were talking about 50 officers so far this year maybe more now were targeted and shot yeah. And, you know, and I thought about that. What if you were a plumber yeah. and you got up in the morning and they said, hey, 50 plumbers have been shot so far this year. You'd be like a little paranoid. And that and that's one thing. I don't see how you guys handle that where you don't you're not paranoid, but you still keep your eyes wide open. And I think that's why sometimes when you see civilians, they get pulled over. They, you know, oh, but just calm down, officer. Will you calm yeah. down? I mean, we're yeah. trying to. Yeah. You know? Oh, man, it's a big thing. You know, and we, I, you know, like I said, we. Bernie's been, you know, very good to us. We yeah. get a lot of support here from the community yeah. and obviously groups like Hope for Heroes. But well, there's only know, one Hope for Heroes. There you go. There you go. <laughs> 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 we, uh, you know, we get a lot of support and and that definitely helps. Uh, we see that a lot more. We, you know, people stop into the police department just to say thanks and whatnot, you know, and that, that really goes a long way to help, help kind of deal with some of the mental 
you know, stress of this job. Yeah. So, well, no, it doesn't. You know, I tell you, I ride with you guys. In fact, I'm a ride this week. I'm supposed to ride yep. with one of you. And I just love it because, and ladies and gentlemen, you just don't realize you guys do a lot of stuff. Yep. I mean, you de-escalate things. You're a, you're a marriage counselor. You're a, I mean, I sit there and watch, you know, even when you pull somebody over, they're screaming and hollering at you, you de-escalate yep. that. And, you know, I mean, it's a good thing I'm not a cop. I just tase them and start from there. <laughs> The Way to the Badge podcast is sponsored by the Bevy Hotel in Bernie, Texas. And Apache Rifle Works in Comfort, Texas, open from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Tuesday through Saturday. Keeps going on. When those sirens are gone. But I mean, it really is. I just don't think that the public knows and realizes just what you got. Your training is unbelievable. Yeah. It's not you just start off a cop and go for it. You've got some amazing training. And I'm yeah. telling you, Christian, you've always, anytime I've ever encountered you and people talk about you as that stable force that they can always go to. And I mean, that's a big deal. I mean, yeah. I just, uh, and how, tell me, what do you think? How about our new police chief? Steve Perez. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I think we're definitely headed in the right direction. Uh, Chief Perez taking over. I mean, we've uh, we've really been able to build on a lot of the things that we've been been putting in place for, like I said, the last ten years that I've been here. So, uh, really excited and and you know hopeful for the way yeah. things are moving. He is such a good guy. Yeah. I mean, he's just out there trying to do whatever he can for so many people. Yeah. I just think the city is blessed to have he and Al Oxier working together mm-hmm. on together our sheriff and our police office our police chief need to work together yeah. but oh, yeah. um, what do you see your what do you see your career going now i mean you've done all these things and yeah. what do you want to see uh, you know uh you know i enjoy what i do um you know been later on in life here i've finally gotten to the education side you know and really put in a, a lot of effort into my education um i, I think you know just maybe at some point being able to teach and kind of do my own you know do my part to help impart some of this stuff to some of these you know, younger guys and, and gals that want to come in and do this. Uh, you know, I think that's a real big, big uh, uh, kind of passion that I'm starting to starting to get. Yeah. Well, that's good. Do you have, what do we do? We have a few rookies now. I mean, you know, there's some people. Yeah. We've, I mean, we've hired a lot, you know, really? over the last couple of years. And know? where are they coming from? Are they just coming from Academy in uh, San Antonio or kind of both? I mean, well, we've got some from the Academy. We've got some from, uh, from other places, you know, coming to yeah. uh, other departments and uh, we've been fortunate, you know, we've really put a lot into our recruiting and we've hired some great officers on. And so, you know, like I said, everything looks, you know, really great for the future. Yeah. So. Well, folks, I mean, that's what happens when you, when you have great people, great leadership, and great officers like you guys that are, you know, the, you start, you know, we get we get great officers. I mean, you weed out the ones that are bad. I'm yeah. sure. Oh, I mean, yeah. that's always have to yeah. have to do it with the, yeah. you know, and and you're in charge of that also. I mean, I'm sure you have a big part in that. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's obviously it's not something that you enjoy doing uh, no. at all, but um, it is necessary. I mean, uh, you know, holding ourselves accountable for you know professionalism and uh, you know those types of, uh, you know, ethics and, and moral, yeah. uh, moral integrity, you know, it's, it's something we have to do. Unfortunately, you know, luckily out here, we haven't had to deal with it a whole lot, yeah. but you know, we certainly, well, people are people. 
Yeah. You know, but I tell you what, we sure do appreciate you guys when you show up at the Hope for Heroes events. Oh yeah, it always does something for those officers. It's not for it's not for us civilians as much, which it is. I mean, we love it, but those guys walk in and they realize their brothers and sisters are sitting there. Yeah, when those officers walk in there, they can't. They're yeah. just I hear it from them all the time saying, "I'll say what was the best thing that was there." Well, sir, not to be disrespectful, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it was nice to have yeah. our brothers and sisters there cheering us yeah. on. Like, what's that all about? Yeah. You know, so. um but no, what would you like the public to know? I mean, do you have any have any message for anybody that you just you know as well, we kind of wrap this thing up? <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, no, nothing, nothing major. Just you know, like I said, the support from the community uh, is is a huge thing. It's it's I, I would say that that is that's probably one of the it, it's one of the biggest driving forces for officers nowadays to keep to continue to do that job. Like you said earlier about you know if you knew there was a chance of you getting shot, you know, you might yeah. be a little concerned, but we're not as concerned when we see this support. And yeah. so if, you know, if, you know, it could be something small, it doesn't have to be a huge gesture, but you know, just the, Hey, thanks. Appreciate what you do. Stuff like that. It, it really helps kind of help yeah. that mental side and keeps you uh, instilled with that drive to do the job. Well, I just want you to know, hope for heroes loves you guys, man. I mean, we want to show you the love. We want to show you how much we care. And we do care. I yep. mean, you know, we'll do whatever it takes. And it's, it's, uh, as civilians got to be the ones that stick up for you a lot of times because you guys don't stick up for yourselves when it comes to what's going on out there. And you know, it's great to show the, I always say the love of Jesus to, um, to you guys. And we just want to thank you so much, Chris. And thank you. Yeah. You know, your lieutenant, Lieutenant Chris Walk, I want you folks to know is a stable force in this city. You've always, you've got this great attitude. You just feel confident when you're around you. You just have that. And I tell you, if you, you know, folks, if you have any kids that want to get into law enforcement, it's a great career if you've been chosen to do it. I mean, as far as, I mean, I should, when I say great career, it's just, you got to be called to do what you do. I think you're nuts, but that's just because, <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm just sitting there going, yeah. when I say nuts, I, I mean, it, you know, with a lot of respect, I mean, you come in, you put your life on the line, you don't make a ton of money, divorces are high, uh, suicides are high, but they got to have a, someone like you that's a, yeah. uh, it's a stabilizing force and realize how great it is because it's something when you can protect people. And yeah. I'm so grateful for you and this, we appreciate de it. this defunding of the police and all that kind of stuff. No, we don't deal with any of that. And uh, like I said, I, I just want to thank you so much, Chris, for coming on. I want to thank you for your friendship and what you do for hope for heroes, what you do for the force, what you do for this city, because you, you really do people, uh, People really feel confident that, you know, I'm knowing that Chris Walk is out there is a big deal. Well, we appreciate it. We appreciate all the support. And obviously, we hope, appreciate what Hope for Heroes has done for us. Well, thank you. So, folks, we'll catch you on another episode here next week. But uh, share this, of course, this podcast, the Weight of the Badge podcast. And we'll catch you again next week. I do it for us. And I do it for them. And I ain't going to buckle hey folks wow i hope you enjoyed that it's amazing what these men and women do as they carry the weight of the badge and we sometimes forget how incredible they are but they're called to do what they do so you know what when you see one give them a wave give them a smile things are tough out there for all of us sometimes so take some time for yourself spend a little time in church and with your family and uh thank you for joining us today on hope for heroes texas Until you put it on And the way